ABP Alive Academic Bridge Programs Weekly Podcast. Welcome to episode number five of the ABP Alive podcast. I am Mr. Kevin, the ABP librarian and your host of the Academic Bridge Programs Weekly Podcast here in Doha, Qatar. Today we have a great show for you. We have three wonderful guests. We have Ms. Selma Hamid with the Qatar Career Development Center. She'll be talking about the career advising system, which would be a great way for students to help organize their planning for college and university applications and their careers. Then we have Mr. Bob Campbell, a member of our English faculty, the longest tenured member of our faculty here at the ABP. And then we have our first student interview. And I'm going to hold off the name there. I want it to be a surprise for all of you. So be sure to stay with the podcast to the very end and you get to hear our very first student interview. I think you'll like that, everyone. First, a couple announcements here. The fall break starts uh, October 10th, the 10th of October, Sunday. And then we come back to school for marking period two begins on the 17th of October, Sunday. So no school this week, starting 10th of October. Enjoy your holiday, everyone. And be safe if you're traveling and those types of things. Also, I want to remind you of a very exciting program coming up starting on 17th of October, Sunday. We'll be starting a new reading promotion. And all you have to do is read a book that you can get from our library here. Take a short 10 question quiz on the computer on a website called M Reader, and you get points for that quiz. If you pass the quiz with 70% or higher, you get points. And then at the end of our six weeks program, around the end of November, we'll end the reading promotion. And whichever students, the top three students from F2 level and the top three students from the academic English level will all receive wonderful prizes, okay? So be on the lookout for our fall reading promotion with M Reader and our graded readers, okay? All right, first up we have Ms. Selma Hamed with the Qatar Career Development Center. You're listening to ABP Alive. Today we have a special guest with us. Please introduce yourself and tell us where you work at. Hello, my name is Selma Hakhamad and I work at Qatar Career Development Center. Qatar Career Development Center is a member of Qatar Foundation and it's a center that takes care of career planning and career development of all young people here in Qatar. Okay, so it is a member of the uh, Qatar Foundation, is that correct? Yes, Qatar Career Development Center is a member of Qatar Foundation. Okay, and what is it that you are doing over there at the Qatar Career Development Development Center? I represent Qatar Career Development Center in their project for schools and universities. 
This exciting project is called the Career Advising Project. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, okay, so it's, you said Career advi Advising Project, also known as the Career Advising System, or CAS for short, correct? Right. Okay. And how does the Career Advising System help our students here at the Academic Bridge Program? The Career Advising System is an electronic system that students can use to organize their plans and their activities and all of the requirements for college in one place electronically. Uh, okay, so they can just do it on their computer, on their cell phone, on their uh, laptop. They don't have to write it down on paper or keep a notebook or anything like that. It's all online, is that correct? Absolutely, yes. They can work on it on their laptop or their computer. They can access it and use all the benefits online. Okay, and it's just a way of organizing all of your uh, preparatory materials that you may need to apply to university and colleges. Is that my understanding? Yes, correct. So let's say a student wants to apply for a college and get admitted in August 2022. So the system helps them organize everything in one place to prepare to put the application, uh, let's say in April of 2022. By April 2022, everything should be ready and organized to submit applications. So that's one way that the system, the career advising system can help students prepare and organize for college. Oh, okay, that uh, sounds like a very well-run system there. Miss Jacqueline, our college counselor, is always trying to prep our students to be organized and to be thinking ahead for their college applications. So this sounds like something that uh, may be of great benefit to our students. Absolutely. I actually have asked many students before who are preparing to go to college, how long does it take to prepare for college? I get answers like one week, two days, maximum one month. And I always tell them the best way to start preparing for college is to start as early as possible and to use an electronic career advising system because planning for college is a very complicated and lengthy process and the student really have to be ready to go through this journey and the career advising system helps students enjoy this journey while they are preparing for college. Uh, okay, yes, it sounds like a, a very good system. And you know a little bit about preparing for college and university because I do believe at one point you did work here at the Academic Bridge Program. Is that correct? Yes. I Actually, when I came to do this interview with you, Mr. Kevin, I felt at home. I was so happy to just see the students again all over the place. And I met with some previous colleagues and I'm, I'm just very grateful that I, I came back here. I have very good memories about this place. Yes, students, Miss Selma used to be the college 
counselor here at the Academic Bridge program. Most of you are probably uh, maybe still in diapers when she was here. I'm not sure, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but she has some uh, good college counseling experience. And then she spent six years working for Cutter University. Uh, and so how has that prepared you for this program to help students, Ms. Selma? I worked around six years at Qatar University, just helping them build their academic advising program from scratch. And before then, I enjoyed providing college admission services here at the Academic Bridge Program for five years. I also worked in the United States for a while, advising students how to incorporate extracurricular activities that they engage in into their resumes and, and just have all of their wonderful experiences in college organized in one place so that they can easily find employment later. So I, I very much enjoy doing this work and I like working with students and I think this career advising system is, a, is just a wonderful opportunity for students to uh, grow and develop career-wise. Okay, yes, very good. So you had mentioned uh, extracurricular activities. We are uh, encouraging our students to get involved, not just with their classes and the academics, but in our clubs and other things going on here at the ABP. So how important is it for our students to do other things than just the academic side of things in order to get into university? You know, Universities want a student with experience outside the classroom, and I think the Academic Greek program provides one of the most wonderful co-curricular opportunities. So grab them, make use of them, and come to us for the career advising system to help you organize these experiences nicely into a college application. Yes, okay. And not only does the CAS or the career advising system help students, but it also can uh, help the parents and advisors as well. How can it help parents? It helps parents be involved in planning with their sons and daughters for college. And that is through going through reports that are there and just discussing them and having a conversation about them. Okay, very good. Anything else that you want to share with us today about the career advising system, Ms. Selma? Yes, if you would like to uh, reach out to us and subscribe to this wonderful system, it's going to be very easy. Just call us on this phone number or send us a WhatsApp message. The phone number is 3300666. Three three zero zero six six seven three. 6673 Okay, that's your phone number and where you can be reached at WhatsApp. It may be the easiest way to, to get a hold of you. Do you have an email address that you could share with us? Absolutely. For subscribing to the system, you may reach out to tech.support at qf.org.qa. That is, I will spell it, T. E C H dot S U P P O R T at Q F dot org dot Q A. 
Okay, uh, Ms. Selma, thank you so much for coming in today and explaining to us about the Career Advisory System and the Cutter Career Development Center that you work for. Uh, students, I encourage you to uh, register, sign up for this. It'll be a great use to us, to you, in preparing for college and university applications. All right, thank you so much, Ms. Selma. Thank you. This is ABB Alive. Yes, hello everyone. We have another uh, faculty member with us today. Please tell us your name and your position here at the ABP. Hey, Kevin, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Bob Campbell and I'm the department supervisor for Foundation English. For Foundation English and we also have Academic English. Can you tell me what is the difference between Foundation and Academic? It's just the, the level of English for the students. So the, the academic is a little bit higher level and the foundation is a little bit lower. Okay. And uh, how long have you been here at the ABP? This is my 20th year. I've been here for a long time. <laughs> wow, 20 years. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Are you the uh, longest running employee, I guess? No, believe it or not. I'm the longest faculty member, yes. But employee, no. Sino, because I came the second year of the program. So Sino has been here from the beginning, uh, Nizreen, and also Hafsi has been around since ah, okay. the beginning. Yeah. So but. for you students who don't know, uh, Ms. Sino is Dr. Brian's administrative assistant, and Ms. Nisreen is Dr. Mark's administrative assistant. They have been here from the beginning. Some of you may have talked to them. Bob, the longest tenured faculty, faculty here at yeah. the Academic Bridgecombe. And how has things changed over the years? Well, we started out in the, we weren't even in this building. We were in the, the recreation center. I don't know if the students will know, know even know where that is, but that's the building with the, the indoor pool in it. And there was a QNB bank in there, and that was my classroom. Was, oh, was the, was the QNB bank. Okay. But it was very interesting to you. We go into work every day, and you get the smell of the chlorine from the, the pool. But it was, in a way, it was nice because. It was a very small building, and so we were all together. You saw everybody every day. And in this big building, we're kind of spread out. Yeah, yeah. So you, you can go days without seeing people. So it was kind of a nice atmosphere, but very different. Uh, the students were very different 20 years ago as well. They were much more shy and, you know, the... Um, the co-educational thing was it was a big deal 20 years ago right. um, and so it took a long time for them to adjust whereas now I, I feel like our students uh, you know it's a little awkward at the beginning but they just they ease right into it much yeah. easier now they come right in and just and uh, fit right in right away I know yeah yeah I don't imagine the rec center I'm trying to picture it I'm like, where were they held the classes at? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> they were upstairs. Most of them were upstairs. There's a second floor that not many people, I guess not many people go up there. Oh. Uh, but there's quite a bit of space up there. Oh, okay. And then... Uh, I think the bank was on the first floor it, by the 
entrance, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and that was a computer lab. And they had actually, one of the main reasons they hired me was to teach uh, computer-assisted language learning. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, my classroom was a computer lab for the first two years. <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs> okay, very interesting. I don't even know all the history of the ADP like this, so it's good to talk to you about this. What is it that you like about being here at the ADP? What's made you stay around for 20 years? Yeah, oh, it's a great job. Um, before here, I was in the, in the UAE. And so I was working for the military there and I really liked the UAE, but I didn't like the job. <laughs> the job was not great. Uh -huh. um, and mainly because the students didn't want to be there. And it was basically if they were between assignments or if they didn't know where to put them, they put them in the school. And so I had a friend who had worked there who ended up coming here the first year. And I, well, when I saw him, he said, oh, you have to come, come to the ABP, come to the ABP. And the rest is history. The rest is history. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's been great. What a difference in the students, you know? I mean, the students, they, they you know, here they want to learn and they're engaged and, so yeah, it's been great and great colleagues as well. It's it's just a good atmosphere. It's a good place to work. So uh, it must be good if you have been here for 20 years. I think five years is the longest I've ever stayed anywhere, but- uh, I know, I should be the, the, the salesman, the promoter for the ABP. Yeah, we should get you out there selling, <laughs> talking to people. That's right. <laughs> so you're in the, at the UAE. Did you do anything before that? Or uh, what's your story, I guess, before yeah. all this? Well, yeah, I, I decided to be in college. I couldn't really decide on a major. <laughs> so <laughs> don't feel bad to the students. If you don't know exactly what you want to do, you know, you, it may take a while. I changed my major three times. And and like all, all teachers, it was based on, you know, that I had a, an amazing teacher that, that was just incredible, that inspired me to do that. And then, um, I was having a conversation one day and somebody convinced me to get a job in Taiwan. And so I, I went to Taiwan, didn't really know what I was doing. And uh, it, it turned out to be a disaster, but that's okay because it inspired, it still inspired me to, you know, to want to do it again, but somewhere else. So I went to Japan and taught in Japan and then that's when I realized okay this is what I want to do for my career like for real for real and so I went back to school and got my master's degree and then I went to Spain I lived in Spain for two years and and then UAE so I was a, been around a little bit before here yeah it sounds like some uh, some great experiences yeah it was all great <laughs> well the, the jobs <laughs> Taiwan, the country I heard is uh, fantastic, so, but maybe the job wasn't so good. The right? job was not. <laughs> it was teaching children, little children, oh. like four and five years old, and that's not my <laughs> uh, not my forte. So. Yes, and teaching, we all find our own little niche. Uh, I was kind of a middle school guy, and that seemed to work for me pretty well. But some people 
do not like middle school at all. So I do not. <laughs> <laughs> you can have them. Yeah. You can. Uh, the age of our students is perfect. For yeah, me. I really like this age to be honest, uh, better than middle school. <laughs> um, but it was fun. And uh, any words of wisdom that you'd like to share with our students? Yes. And the number one thing is read. <laughs> and that, you know, it's not easy for, for all of our students. Some of our students love reading, um, but some don't. And my advice would be to, to find some subjects in English, some areas of interest in English, and, and read as much as you can. That is the number one way to improve your language. By far, the number one way is reading for pleasure, reading something you enjoy in that language. And, you know, the students say, sometimes say, oh, I don't have any interests or I, you know, but we all do. We can all find something that, that we're, we're interested in. And uh, so I definitely recommend reading. And we can go ahead. Can we go ahead and promote the uh, the competition that's coming up? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, right. please do. So yeah, so we've got a reading competition coming up, and uh, we will start when we come back from the fall break. So I highly encourage you to to sign up for that. It'll look great on your college CV, on your CV for your college applications, and uh, and it's just really good for you because reading is awesome. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh... A real simple reading promotion for students. Just read some uh, easy books that we have here in the library. Take a small quiz, earn points, and then the highest point earners will win some uh, nice prizes. Nice prizes, yeah. So yeah, reading, I always say try to read 10 pages every day. It's a simple goal that you can do and we can all do it. And it may take you 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, but that's always good advice. Reading. You're right, the number one thing. Now I was, as a reader, I wasn't the, really, to be honest, even though I'm the librarian, I didn't yeah. read, read a lot as a kid because I wasn't interested in the stories that they that made us read. Given. Right. But once I found some subjects that I like to read, I like true crime and personal development now, I read a lot of that nowadays. So that's right, so important. Find something that you are interested in and then you'll read more and just try to read 10 pages every day. Uh, I know some days it's hard, but try to set that goal. All right, so any favorite books that you like or anything that you're currently reading now? Yeah, I, it's interesting that you said that about like the areas of, of literature that, that, that we can choose from. I, I'm mainly fiction. For example, I, I'm not that interested in, in nonfiction or history, um, things like that. Uh, I really love fiction because I like getting lost in that world, um, you know, that the author is, is taking you into. I'm, I'm currently reading a book that uh, Miss Beth gave me. It's called Have You Seen Luis Velez? And uh, I'm only about halfway through it, so I can't tell you can't tell you too much, but it's about <laughs> this uh, teenager. He's kind of an outcast. And there's a, an old woman who lives in his building who's blind and her, her caretaker disappears. And so they end up 
kind of working together and it becomes he's he's trying to find the caretaker and yet they develop this really nice relationship along the way and so it's 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 been good so far some of my favorite authors are uh, john irving and carl hyacin because i am from florida and carl hyacin all his books are set in florida and they have a crazy cast of characters that, you know, I feel like I know because we have a lot of weirdos in Florida. <laughs> you feel at home in yes. these books, right? Is that There's it? so many weird people. <laughs> and uh, the, and we, we, the extensive reading, they have one of his books uh, in the extensive reading course called Hoot. And unfortunately, yes. I'm embarrassed to say I've never read it. Uh -huh. So I need to add that to my reading list. But yeah, he's a great author, so yeah. I have read Hoot uh, many moons ago, so I kind of remember what it's about, but. Yeah, there's I'll always, refresh my there's memory. always, it's always Florida. There's always an invent, environmental aspect to it. And yeah. there's always some kind of crime and a bunch of weirdos. So <laughs> uh, uh, I, I'm assuming Hoot is like that. I, uh, I yes, haven't read it. That is exactly right. All his books, all of his books are like that. So if you like Hoot, you would maybe like the other ones. All right. Some, some great recommendations there, students. And remember, try to read 10 pages of a good book every day. Anything else you want to share with us today, Mr. Bob? Uh, I think we covered quite a bit. All right. That's great. It was good, good talking to you. Thanks so much for coming in. All right. Take care. You are listening to ABP Alive. Today we have a special guest with us today, one of our students here at the ABP. Please tell us your name and uh, what level you are. Hi, my name is Haya Shahwani. I'm uh, foundation level. Foundation two level. Yes. And how do you like being here at the ABP so far? I really enjoy this period of time. This is one of the most interesting time I spent maybe in my whole life because you know I'm enjoying every second here even though I'm coming here to study but you know I like the ABP. Um, how is the ABP uh, different than your high school? The different thing is uh, you know before we used to have a bell and everyone's following us like go to your class go now here you have to depend on yourself we're like adult you're treating us like an adult uh, yes, well, we try to at times, but uh, as long as you act like an adult, we will. How about that? <laughs> Just, <laughs> uh, do you have any uh, favorite classes or teachers here at the Academic Bridge Program? Yes, most of my teachers are good and kind to me, but my most <laughs> favorite are Ms. Saida Shanta Edwards and Harish, uh, Harish for the Science language and skills and Mr. Bob is the best grammar teacher ever. Ah, Mr. Bob. Big shout out for Mr. Bob. I'm sure he'll be <laughs> uh, very happy to hear that. And uh, have you thought about uh, university and where you might want to apply for a university? Yeah, I'm thinking to apply to uh, Texas A&M. My major will be chemical engineering, so inshallah. Oh, chemical engineering. So uh, you learn a lot more than I ever have. So very ambitious, very good. I hope you uh, 
do well in that. Anything here at the Academic Bridge Program that we can improve on or that we can make better for students? Yes. See, like uh, overall, all the ABP policy is good, like it's more than good. But the tardy policy, I think you should like give us more time. But the attendance policy is perfect because you know it's gonna affect on us later. You know, for the university applying and anything, they're gonna look for for the attendance. That's why. Okay, yes, attendance is very important. And yes, uh, the tardy policy, well, we want you to be to class on time so you don't miss any important assignments or announcements going on in the class. But we will look at the tardy policy and see if we can make it better than what it is now. Uh, are you part of any clubs or anything here? No, I'm not, but I wish that I was. Well, maybe you should join the uh, book club that I run, uh -huh. hint, hint, <laughs> or maybe come to the bowling club uh, that we have once a month. I'm going to think about your club, because uh, you know I'm always here in the library. Well, yes, as a librarian, I want to know what is your, do you have a favorite book that you have read or anything that you're currently reading now? Yeah, I, uh, my favorite book I already read with Miss um, Shanta Edwards. On the extensive reading skills is the Frankenstein. Oh, Frankenstein. Yeah. Are you scared or no? No, I like it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Is there uh, anything else that you want to say to us today? No, thank you. Just, hi, Dr. Miguel. How are you? I know you're listening to me right now. So, yes, I'm one of the best students here also. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. A any shout outs to your friends out there? Any uh, academic bridge Sa program friends that you have made so Sa far? Sara Sadi and Asma Al Qasim, uh, Sara Al Muhannadi. Yeah, I love you guys. You can do it. All right. <laughs> now you have to come on the podcast and tell us your story, ladies. Now that you've been called out, <laughs> I'll tell them. Don't All right. Worry. Get them to come on. Yes. All right. Thank you for joining us today. This is ABB Alive. Another great show and interview today. I want to thank all of our guests for episode five of ABP Alive, Ms. Selma, Mr. Bob, and Ms. Haya. Thank you all very much for coming on our show today and sharing your story with us. Students, as the ABP librarian, I want to let you know about our ABP reading promotion that we'll have starting on Sunday, October 17th beginning of marking period two and we start our uh, reading promotion for the fall semester. It will last for six weeks and the program is very simple and easy. All you have to do is read a simple book. These are our graded readers. We have over 300 titles to choose from and they're real simple easy books that you could probably read in 30 minutes or probably within it. Some books might take you an hour, maybe two hours at the most I would think. And you can find those books here in the library computer lab along the back wall. And I'll show those to you. You'll see them in our flyer that we have presented to you or sent out to you, okay? So you check out the book from the library. Uh, once you read it, then you go online to mreader.org and you take an easy 10 question quiz. 
If you pass that quiz with a 70% score or higher, you get the amount of points for the number of words that were in that book. Some of the lowest level books have maybe 2,000, 3,000 words. Some of the higher level books have 6,000, 7,000, 8,000 words, those types of books like that. So they're very easy reading for you to get through quickly, earn some points with your quiz. And then what happens is the three students from F2 level and the top three point earners through the academic English level, all of those students all will receive a prize and prizes are yet to be determined. So be on the lookout for the announcement for our reading promotion program starting Sunday, 17th of October when we come back from fall break okay also as the abp librarian i want to encourage you all to read 10 pages of a good book every day just like mr bob and i talked about the number one thing you can do to increase your english is to read 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 and our reading promotion will help you and also any kind of reading that you do magazines uh, anything on the internet any articles stories that you may read will all help you in with your English, okay? So try and set the goal every day is read 10 pages of a good book. Doesn't matter if it's fiction, nonfiction, magazine, web page, whatever it is, try to read 10 pages of a good book every day. Help you so much with your English learning and so many other things, okay? All right, that is us. it for this week's episode of the ABP Alive, and we'll see you next week.